So, how is everyone doing this morning? Great. You excited to be here? Yeah? You know what? Well, that's what I'm asking, just to make sure. So, the conference was fantastic last weekend, hey? It was mind-blowing. When Jeff was asking if there was any testimonies or anything like that, I was like, well, I don't want to say anything right now, because I'm going to share. So, I don't know if it's really a testimony, as it's more of a enlightening, I guess. I, I don't know the proper word to use in it. But um, this morning, as we were praying for healing and going after all that, I almost <laughs> I had to bite my tongue in the back because I almost said, Jeff, we got to shut her down, shut it down. Because like no word of a lie, almost word for word, you guys did everything I had in my message here. <laughs> So it's one of those things where I was like, you know, I was excited because it's like, thank you, Lord, I've been listening to you, what you've been doing, and I've listened to you this week. So that's a big plus. But it's also a huge downer because I'm like, well, but I'm used to being like a deer caught in a headlight in the sense of, okay, so now what do we do? But I'm going to touch on some things because this is an area that um, over the weekend, Levi said something that we got to... We've got to start activating what it is that we believe. And healing has been, <laughs> healing's been one of those areas, and I can, pro- I looked on some previous old messages, and I think this is the first time I've actually said, hey, I'm going to kind of talk about it. I'm going to kind of go into it, because I've always been, don't hear what I'm not saying. I do believe in the power of God. I do believe in healing. I do believe that's all true, and I do believe that God uses us as the vessels to, to promote that. I totally believe it. But I'm like, how can I go about saying it? Because, and I know my age is always, I've always let my age sometimes hold me back. I'm like, well, I'm only, I'm only in my 20s. Do I really know what I'm talking about? But it's not my physical age that matters. It's my spiritual age. And spiritually, I've grown leaps and bounds that I cannot, I can't even understand how I've grown so much in the Lord. And I think it's because I've been, I don't know, dumb enough to be like, hey, God, let's do this. Let's just jump in the pool. I don't care what the temperature is. Let's just jump in head first. Because if you go feet first, you can still kind of grab onto the diving board. and I don't want to do it. (laughs) But if you go head first, you can't do that. So I just want to start just with a quick word of prayer because I need it. And maybe you guys need it too, but... Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. God, and I just pray that um, you'll help everybody here know that what I'm saying is right. (laughs) God, uh, that your heart will will be demonstrated through it, God. God, I am excited about this message. I'm excited what it is that you've shown and you've been teaching me through it. And so just give us um, open hearts, God. And give us grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Jesus, he was the, he was, this was his thing. Right? Everywhere he went, you saw miraculous signs, right? And as I was looking at Jesus, who was Jesus? Let's just get right to the bare bones. Who, physically looking at Jesus, let's pretend we're there. Pretend we're looking at Jesus. 
what do you see? Who is he? What does he look like? Occupation, just very surface level. Go. Joseph's son, Kate, what else? Sorry? Friend? Yeah? Holy cow. Okay, slow down now. Slow down. Okay, what was that? Young? Yeah, absolutely. He was about my age, so it's a good age. Looked like, yeah, most guys. Yeah, he was a carpenter for sure. Anything else? He was a major group. Okay, but you didn't hear him talk yet, okay? So back the truck up a little bit. So, surface level looking at Jesus, he was just an ordinary guy. He had friends. He was a carpenter. So he was, you know, he was in the trades. He was quite fit. And then he starts doing these miracles. Now what do you start thinking? First miracle he does, what was it? Water into wine. What do you think about that? If you were at this wedding... You see this carpenter guy come in. He looks like Ken with the beard. He's, you know, here just enjoying it. Everybody knows him because he's a friend. He shows up, and his mom comes to Jesus with a problem. says, Jesus, can you help us out here? And Jesus says, woman. He says that in my Bible. It says woman. I like it because it's really aggressive. And I say it to Ashley, woman, No. And then she gives me that, no. I'm like, okay, sorry. But then I try to say, hey, well, if the Lord himself can say woman to his mother, I should be, and it doesn't fly. So, you know, it's all good. But Jesus says to his mom, my time has not yet come. Mary then, she's such a mom, hey, such a mom. She knows her son. Which is interesting because we don't really, the only time we've heard about Jesus growing up is the time when he (laughs) left his parents and they couldn't find him. Now, how terrifying as a parent would that be? One, it's not just this is your, your child, but this is the son of God. You've just lost the son of God somewhere in all of Israel. Oh, Lord, forgive us, for we don't know what we've done, and we don't know where your son is. That would be scary. Anyways, Jesus must have been demonstrating and doing things as he was growing. Do you think? Like, I'm not saying this is a make or break it. I'm just wondering. It's just a question. Because Mary knew where to go. She knew who to talk to. There's a problem. My, My parents... My mom would not come to me and say, hey, Dan, they're running out of this problem. They're, they're having this problem. She would go to my dad. If something broke, you go to dad. Hey, dad, this broke. You know? So it's quite mind-boggling that Mary went to Jesus. Right now it's like, well, maybe Joseph wasn't around. Maybe, you know. That's, that's not the case. That's not what I'm getting at. She went to Jesus. So then anyways, later on, as we know the story, she goes to the servants and she says, whatever he asks, do it. Because she's like, yeah, he's going to do something. This is my son. I know what he's going to do. And Jesus, after, you know, I'm, I'm presuming him and hawing, he says, okay, give me some water jugs, fill them up, does his thing. That'd be cool if he went, right? It'd be really neat. That's what my, 
when you have ADD, the Lord is just like, he makes incredible sounds that it's just like, thank you, Lord, that you do that. I don't know how your Jesus talks to you, but my Jesus is like a Marvel character and there's pow, bang, boom. That's how he talks to me. And laser sounds. So he does his thing. And what does the, the host of the party say about the wine? The best. Because in those times when people, they would bring the best right off the hop because it's like, hey, this guy really, know, Jeff really knows how to throw a party. Like, this is the best wine ever. And then later he pulls out the box wine and you're like, oh, oh, wow. But they're just so, like, done, they don't even know. And he makes mention of this. Usually they wait till the end and they bring out the cheaper wine, but you've saved the best for last. Three things we can take away from this. Are you ready? If you are writing, please write this down. I don't chew my cabbage twice. Did you get it? What's it? You don't have to write that down. That's okay. Number one, if there's a problem, who do we go to? Jesus. Number two. That's good. I like that. You, you heard. Number two. When Jesus does something, he does it in abundance. These weren't little Jugs. It wasn't like a little bottle here, a little bottle here, a little bottle here. These were huge. And Jesus turned the entire jug into wine. Just like that. Sorry? 30 gallons each. What is that in liters? I don't want to do the math right now. Because school's starting this week and i got to get ready to... What's that? Boom! I knew somebody out there would. Thank you, Richard, for not letting me down. so when god does something he does it number two he does it in abundance number three this is the big one when god does something he does it with excellence come on he does it with excellence it's never subpar it's never man that'll do that'll get you by it's with excellence Hmm? it's never okay it's always with excellence So which brings me to this topic of healing. We have a problem in our our bodies. Where do we go? Go to Jesus. And why is that? He's our healer. Because God does hear our calls. He does hear what we're saying. He has demonstrated it throughout his entire ministry. You know, it's funny. When, when we get into to the, when we talk about healing or whatever, or Jesus in particular, we always have these elaborate sessions. I've sat through many classes talking about Jesus. I've saw, sat through many conferences. But very rarely, now we're starting to get it, and I'm loving it, do we actually proceed with what it is that we've talked about. Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians. Just turn to your your Bibles there, please. 1 Corinthians 2. This is good. You'll like it. I promise. Well, not not when it forces you to change. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Who's there? One, one, two. Okay. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1. 
Paul writes to the church of Corinth, and he says, And when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority or speech of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my message and my preaching were not the persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith would not rest on wisdom of men, but on the power of God. We can talk about Jesus till we're blue in the face. That's not going to save people. That's not going to do anything. That's not worth a hill of beans. It's great that you know. Paul could have gone there, and he could have said, this, 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 now be saved, hallelujah, King Jesus. Paul was a brilliant man. He really was. He was a Pharisee. He, w- he knew what he was talking about. Him and, him and the gospel, well, the Old Testament, I should say, he knew it better than it. He went to the finest schools. And here's Paul saying, I'm scared to talk to people. I'm I, like, I have so much to say, but if I say it, it's not going to make sense. I think about it as um, mathematics class. I love math. Yeah, right. Don't laugh, Dad. Come on now. He's like, I've seen your report cards. <laughs> um, it is hard for me to understand. It really is, and I don't know why. But it's something I've said, okay, but when you take the time and actually sit down and show me, I can start to get it. But if someone's up there just pointing to the blackboard, okay, this, 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 now that's your answer, that's how you get it, go have fun. Figure out this, this sheet. That works for some people, but it doesn't work for me. I need, I'm, a, I'm a hands-on person. I'm a visual person. I'm a, let's sit down and let's talk about this. Why does 2 plus 2 equal 4? Well, because it does. Well, that doesn't work for me. I don't, I can't, I don't know why it is, but I can't accept it just works. <laughs> okay, why does it work? Well, I don't know. Do you really know what you're talking about then? And it was great this week. God gave me another example for it. I was out uh, trick-or-treating with the kids and, you know, Pray for us later. It's fine. Um, and I was telling some co-workers who I work with at our um, wholesaler, I said, hey, so our kids are going to be out, and they're all like, hey, you should bring your kids to our place, so on and so forth. It's going to be great. I said, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Well, Ash and the boys went off like four houses down because there was a guy that was made jello, and it looked like a brain, and they're like, oh, let's eat the jello, and they're loving it. And I said, oh, okay, I'll go back and get the truck. Saw these co-workers... And I'm always talking about my family. I'm very proud of my family. I'm very proud of the boys and my wife. And the one girl says to me, Hey, Dan, where's your family? And I was like, yeah, this kind of looks bad right now. I would presume, like, I'm always talking that I have a family. And, you know, she's like, so she says, Dan, do you really have a family? Or are you just out here being weird on Halloween? You know, and I said, no, I really do have a family. Do you really have Jesus? You talk about him all the time, but do we show who Jesus is? Ouch! What's that? Yeah. 
demonstrating his power. Paul was saying, I could keep talking and I can impress you. I could write a book. We could do a theology, a huge theology. And I'm not saying teaching's wrong. Richard, that's for you. I'm not saying teaching's wrong. We need sound and solid teaching to help us and to promote what's in us. But we can't just stop there. When class is over, we have to go out and do it. Class time is great. I, tomorrow, I'm going to start class for my second year of plumbing. I'm really excited because I get to walk in something that we prayed, like, just hours of prayer. I'm so excited for that. Now, after my six weeks, if I say, hey, I'm, I'm done, I don't need to try to do anything else and, and not apply what I've learned into my field... How many know I'm not going to really, like, I'll probably last two weeks and then they'll say, hey man, like, that's probably not your thing. You take what we've learned and we apply it and we do it. Thank you. I'm glad that was good. I was worried about that. (laughs) Yep. And I was also looking at it. Jesus gave one amazing, one amazing sermon. Do you remember what sermon that was? So easy. Come on now. Sermon on the Mount. Mount. It's like the biggest, best, boldest, amazing message ever. And as soon as he came down, people were dragging their sick to them. They're like, hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus. Same thing with the disciples. We would always joke and say, hey, can we write a paper like Peter? Because he had the most run-on sentences in his message ever. And our professors were like, no, you can't. That's fine because that's the Bible. But this is college, so you need to actually have commas, periods, and proper punctuation. But Peter gave one incredible message, and then they went out and they did the work. They could have stayed in the upper room, but they went out and they did the work. So, what does this mean for us? I knew it was going to be kind of short, but that's okay. I don't like speaking long because, again, I found out why I don't like to drag on and drag on and be like, Are you getting this? Are you getting this? This is my 13th point. You should get it. One, I can't sit through messages like that. (laughs) But two... It's a lot. I've had all week, and Jeff's had all week to kind of chew and prepare and go over. I'm, we're trying to squeeze it in in 20 minutes. And I've always thought, that's not fair. Like, I'm trying to process what you're going through. I'm trying to figure it out. And I want you guys to succeed. I want you to figure it out. I want you to be like, hey, we can do this. Because you can. God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. We are all qualified to take part in this ministry. We're all qualified to give prophetic words. Well, I didn't go to Reading. I didn't go to this, whatever. I didn't do this Bible college. It doesn't matter. Look at the disciples. They were out fishing. Granted, that was their job, but they were out fishing, and Jesus said, hey, come follow me, and I will make you fisher of men. I don't know what that means, Lord, but all right, let's do this. Because there was something different about Jesus. And they saw him and they knew that. So God does call us. We are qualified. Because he says so. 
And as we go and as we step out in that faith and as we continue and press in, God will continue to add more tools to our toolbox. He's not oblivious to the situation you're in. You want to go on a missions trip? Go. You're qualified. Go. You don't need to do a, uh, I'm just a YWAM, D, um, what are they called, Jeff? DTS. Thanks. It shows you I've been to one. Oh, my goodness. You don't have to go through that. Go. God is going to equip you on the plane. My one buddy, he's, he's in a, that's what he does. He's a missionary. And this is how he started off. I was like, so what did you do? He's like, well, I just kind of got saved, hopped on a plane, and then that was it. I was like, whoa, Danny, unreal. But I'm telling you, God was preparing him as he was going. His, the ministry that he's his doing is just, I've asked him, to say, hey, Danny, what's it like? He's like, in a thousand years, I could never dream this. And he says, when I get to heaven and talk to God, I'm going to say, why me? And so, well, you know what he's going to say, right? He's like, absolutely. He's going to say, well, why not? Why not? We need those people. We need all of us. It's not just for the elect. It's not just for the Billy Grahams or the, or the Bill Johnsons or whatever. It's for all of us. I call it the family business. Everyone, like some people laugh. They're like, well, that's funny. But it is. We're our family. And the business at hand is to reach in and helping people find and follow after God. Are we reaching out to people? There was a good one, and I just lost it. Oh, it was on the tip of my tongue, and it's gone. That's okay. Oh, yeah, right here. Ooh, I wrote it down. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Isabel, I loved how you shared your testimony. I love that, and it tied such beautifully with this. What did you have to do in order to receive that healing? So it was freely given to you, right? And then what did you tell Ashley and Kaya? Did they have to do anything? You just freely gave it to them. It's that easy. Freely we are given to God has given us everything freely. He never said, here's a string. This is what it's attached to. If you want this, you got to do this. Now freely give. Jesus spent time with the disciples. He didn't say, well, Peter, you know, later down the road, you're going to deny me. Well, first, you're going to cut off a guy's ear because you're crazy. And you guys, then the rest of you are going to fall asleep while I'm out praying and you're just going to fall flat on your faces. So before we get to that point, let's really think about this. Even for Judas, God freely gave to him. He gave him his teaching, his knowledge, his presence. Freely we give. We shouldn't be withholding uh, a word, a testimony. That's not fair. Because our Father gave to us. God didn't have to. He did it because he loves us so much. He says, I want you to have everything. And what kind of a dad would I be if I withheld the base, like let's just say, just for this argument, the basics from Isaac and Levi. He said, boys, you got to figure it out for yourselves. 
Some days I feel like I want to do that. They, <laughs> a couple days ago, they thought it'd be funny to try to run away from home. And they're like, we're going to live with our knee. I was out. I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't see any of this. But Isaac was talking his brother up and he's like, hey, we're going to head out. Grabs a little grocery bag and he helps Levi pull off a sweater out of his cloth and he shoves it in the grocery bag. And Levi, you know, he's three. He's like, I don't know, but my big brother's wanting to do this. So, hey, okay. And he's like, hmm, mom, hmm, 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 doing his thing, right? And so they said, yeah, we're, Isaac's like, we're going to go live with our neighbor and Levi. Yeah. So they leave out and go out the gate. And then they go over to our neighbor's house and they can't figure out the gate. And they're like, Isaac. <laughs> they come back to the house and they're like, mom, we can't get out, out into a, our neighbor's yard. We're going we're gonna to sleep in the backyard. He starts walking downstairs. Ashley asks him. Hey, son, what are you doing? Well, I'm grabbing the tent. She's like, oh, no, that's only for people who live in this house. Oh, well, then I'm going to go get my blanket. She says, actually, no, the blanket now belongs to the dog, and the cat gets Levi's room because they live in the house. Well, Levi, I guess it's just mom, dad, and the dog and the cat that are living in this house now. So then later, time goes on, and Ashley's watching out the window. She hears, We're so sorry, Mom. And Levi has no idea what's going on. He's like, Isaac's crying. I'll start crying. Ah, He's just crying. I want back in the house. We're so hungry. They were outside for 10 minutes. Like, my goodness. But what if it was like that all the time? I said, you guys got to, you're six now, figure it out. Uh, Levi, you're three, figure it out. You're going to be four. I would probably be, you guys would, I hope, and I'm praying, somebody would phone somebody and say, this guy needs help. I don't see God doing that. He's freely given us access to him. The veil, I don't know if you remember, it's been torn. We can enter into the Holy of Holies. There's no requirement anymore. We, we, can, we, are, we don't have to go through any more ceremonial washings, and we don't have to have little ropes and bells on us now in case something happens and they've got to drag us out. However, that would be kind of neat if Jeff came in with, like, bells on and a rope, and we all had to wait out there, and Jeff's like, Hey, coast is clear. Come on in. It's like, whoa, what the heck? <laughs> but then if we hear him drop and the bells shake, well, let's start pulling them out. Well, hey, Deanne, you're next. <laughs> Just start cycling through leadership team. <laughs> but we don't have to. Oh, man, I just got the best image of all that. I'm so sorry. But we don't have to do that. So... Anyways, do you want to be the vessel that God uses? Do we want to be that vessel? I know I want to be the vessel. And I remember my mom said to me, you know what, Dan? And I thought she was weird, but she is. She is weird. She's a weird person, but that's okay. In a great way, you betcha. I've learned a lot was chase it down. 
chase it down. You want to you wanna know how to be prophetic and not pathetic? Chase it down. Open a book on somebody that has that gift. Be like, how do, how, 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 do we, how do we activate that? How do we unlock this? Right now, I'm looking through, okay, God, I want to know more about healing. I'm reading a book now. Man, I got so many books I'm taking out of the library. I'm so sorry. If you want a book, please tell me. I'm the <laughs> slowest reader. Like, I'm reading this one pretty good, actually. I'm on chapter four, so I'm very proud of myself. Hallelujah. King Jesus. It's, it's called um, The Power to Heal by Randy Clark. Really good book. And I just can't put it down. I'm like, this is what people keep talking about. This is unreal. If you want that book, you're going to have to fight me for it because i got to finish it. I'm really soaked in into it right now. But find those books. Find those people. Hang out with those people. How do, you, how do I do this? How, do, how did it work for you? They'll tell you because they want to see it continue. Being a Christian is not a one-person sport. We have people around us. People are cheering us on. Levi was here last weekend cheering us on. He showed us how to give prophetic words. He was teaching us how to activate that. We're not saying there's like these recipes to do it. And if you do it in this step and this step and this step, but you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. So you can do it. We can do it. We are the vessels God has chosen. And we need to believe in that. Why can't I do it? Don't even finish that sentence. You can do it. God knows you can do it. If he can take someone that school and I didn't agree with, he can use anybody here. He can use us all. So, that's all. That's all I got. That's what I want to say. God has really been working with me this week on this. That I am a vessel. And I love that declaration we did. You know, what I say can change the world. Ship, even though it has a small little rudder, it can turn the Titanic to whatever way it wanted to go. (laughs) Thank you, Debbie Downer back there. (laughs) They tried to avoid it. Watch the movie. They clipped the side. You're the worst. Where are the ushers? Get them out of here. Holy cow. You know, like, uh, oh, jeez. On that note, let's stand and let's pray. Now I know why my professor would always say that after I made a comment. <laughs> uh, do we, we have a ministry team? Okay, so ministry team, if you want to start making your way up, let's, uh, let's, let's start with that. God, I thank you so much for today. God, we just, we're so honored and just humbled. And God, I just, uh, I don't have the words to say. But Lord, I thank you that you have given us access to you, God, in such a free manner. God, that it's not by what we've done, but it's by what you've done, that we get to enter into your kingdom, God. And God, and that you continue to bless us in what it is that we do. And so, Father, I pray that as... um, We stand here as a family, as the old fam jam. God, that you will continue to pour out your Holy Spirit and your your blessing touch to each and every one of us, God. God, the fact that, that we are here is such a huge blessing, God. 
So we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our Sermon of the Week. Our desire is that you will be changed by the love of the Father and the power of his presence. For more information about House of Hope, visit us at www.ihope.today.